We'll go in for an intro. Why don't we? Why don't we try and kick this off? Kick this motherfucker off. So we're we gonna do. Are we gonna go straight into the? Because you. Hello and welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. It's a threesome. It's not the classic threesome, but it's a threesome. And we're not in the fuck bunker, we're in Dan's uh, Dan's place. So, <laughs> obviously, Dan, hello. Hello. Duncan, hello. Hello. And Tom, hello. This hello, week, Tom. Hello, Duncan. And this week we are going to be talking about cooperative games we noticed that a lot of other places were talking about cooperative games and we thought you know what they're saying the same 20 games let's us take our spin on it let's talk about what we want those 20 games yeah yeah. let's talk about our spin on it let's let's talk about the games that we like and let's talk about what we actually want from cooperative games and rarely ever get but before that dan and i have been continuing our little feature called too many games too little time which of course is about microsoft's superb xbox game pass uh, subscription service amen dan has been playing the gardens between i always want to say it between the two gardens oh, okay. between two ferns like that um uh, zach galifianakis galifianakis yeah yeah but that's not it at all no so i've been playing the uh, between the garden between i nearly fucking did it again Excellent. um it's really good. It's short. It's only two, three hours. Uh, I didn't know that. I basically went down the list and looked for things that had been getting good reviews that I hadn't really heard of, and that was the first thing that came up. Um, and I, I really enjoyed it. Um, it's very, very simple mechanic. The idea is that it's uh, a puzzler that's on... Uh, you're on circular islands, and you go around the islands, and there is a time travel mechanic. So right. as you move around, things happen on the island, but there's things you can press that stop things from happening. So then you have to move back, do certain things. There's things that move despite you not moving, that kind of thing. Wow. Um, and you eventually figure out the universe that you're living in. And it's a very sweet story about two friends that have grown up together and um, now one of them, yeah, two friends that have grown up together. Right. Let's, let's leave that. I nearly spoiled <laughs> the ending there. Um, it's, and it, it's really, really cool. I, I really enjoyed it. The mechanic... It strikes me as the kind of game that would work on a mobile phone as well. I think it's available on iOS as well. I'd be unsurprised. Yeah, it works really, really well. You only end up using like directional pad and I think one or two buttons. So I really liked it. Um, and I would thoroughly recommend if you've got a couple of hours, two, three hours to, to, to spare and you're looking for a game to play, that would be the one I'd recommend. Wow. Not Forza Horizon 4, which I've now sunk, I think, a week <laughs> into. So. <laughs> Barely scratch the surface. I'm not doing the races anymore. Oh bloody hell! Oh no, my life, eh? Yeah, your life. <clears throat> What's the? What did you play, Tom? I played uh, what I promised that I would play a while ago. Yeah. Which is uh, We Happy Few. Yes. So I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know that loads of other people have played it loads of other times before me, but this is the first time I'd ever played it. Um, it's a very cool stealth game set in a very cool universe. Um, let me just give you an idea. So basically, it's kind of like a, an alternative timeline set after World War Two, and it's set in which um, the UK was on their own. So the United States never, so the United States never joined the war. Um, Battle of Britain was lost to Germany. Nazis occupied the country. 
Um, and most of the home card became complicit in helping Germany basically take over the UK. And at some point during the occupation, there's a little town, an island town called Wellington, um, Wellington Wells, sorry. Um, and they, they did what they call a very bad thing. Yeah. And that is, the, that is the premise, basically, is that they're all taking this drug. Everyone's taking this drug that makes them feel happy, that makes them ignore. Yeah. There's um, a few of them as well, I understand. Sorry? There's a few of them as well, I understand. A few what? The happy people. The, yeah, there's a few happy <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a few happy people. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, and they're all taking this drug, which makes them forget about this very bad thing. And it's almost like a sort of a, a, sort of a hallucinogenic happy drug. And it's your job to uncover the conspiracy, to find out what the very bad thing was, and to sort of rescue certain people. And there are like four characters that you can play. And it's very nice. It, mm. But the weird thing is, it's all procedurally, procedurally generated. Yeah. So large sections of the maps are never the same on any given playthrough. There are always certain locations that are all the same, but there are loads of parts of the missions that are always completely different. So it's not like Left 4 Dead, where the AI director will sort of change the layout of a certain... Like, for instance, if there's loads and loads of shipping crates, sometimes mm. what will happen in Left 4 Dead is that the AI director will move a shipping crate somewhere, so you have to take an alternate route the next time you play. This one is actually entire stretches of the level are completely different ways around it, different yeah. paths to take. It's stealthy, it's fighty, it's a bit shonky in places, but the premise is cool. If anyone's listening to this right now, just Google We Happy Few yeah. and look at the leering, smiling face of the cop, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. of the British policeman. That That's it. Basically, they're people who are on this drug who are you know enforcing the use of this drug and if anyone isn't taking the drug they end up coming down on them like a ton of bricks and of course you become one of those people um and yeah it's very cool and like i said there are about four characters you can play it's a very cool little game it's not i've got to admit the best thing i've ever played no. but had i not had game pass i wouldn't have been able to play it for free there you go it's re i mean it's received a ton of criticism oh uh, a ton of criticism is um, it, did you say we lucky or we happy we happy few we happy few we happy few yeah yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, Duncan's it face has just creepy. come up. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It's creepy. Yeah. It is. It's a creepy game. The setting is is quite creepy as well. But it, I mean, roguelikes kind of depend on the story and everything else holding it together. If you're going to have procedurally generated, if you're yeah. going to have procedurally generated uh, sections of. So, so if you yeah. have Game Pass. Yeah, head over to uh, head over to Game Pass if you haven't got it uh, and check it out. It's it's well worth playing once and then yeah. deleting off your hard drive. So game. I mean, the, the most compliment I've played a little bit of it. The most complimentary thing I can say is I forgot that it was procedurally generated. Right. Okay. Um, and that's that's about it. Mm. That's 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 as as complimentary as I can be with it. It's a bit boring in places, but it is. But the intro is very cool. Yeah, like it's a really cool game that they just didn't quite. Nail. No, do you know what it reminded me of? And I don't know if you guys have ever played it. It's it's a game called Sir. You are being hunted. I've never played it, but I've I've heard of it. You've heard of it. So basically, you're a um, a, a human on an island full of robots that are all dressed as um, sort of English country yeah. gent hunters, and they yeah, you basically have to last for as long as you can because Sir, you are being hunted. It's yeah. very cool. But yeah, that's what it reminded me of. It was um, kind of like that. But I think Sir You're Being Hunted kind of got that whole... Do you have another light. game lined up, do you reckon? For, ne for next week, your next um, Game Pass game? I haven't actually checked what's on Game Pass recently. Um, 
In fact, I don't think I've even downloaded my latest games for gold. Although I am extremely excited about one of the games that is... Jedi Academy. Jedi Academy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I am really excited because, ironically, ironically, or coincidentally, yeah. we were talking about that, that only weird, a few weeks it? ago. And then suddenly it was like, oh my God, I'm going to play that to death. Because there is no game that does lightsabers better than Jedi Academy. Mm. Well, well, I've got my... I think I've got my next game with gold. Okay. I think I'm going to finally finish, I don't know whether this counts, the definitive Tomb Raider. Oh. What, the first yeah, of I've the not, reboots? Yeah, because I've never finished the first one. And I'm determined to finish that so I can play the other two. You never finished it? No. You should finish it. No. It's, it's a I, good game. Tom, I put seven seven days into Forza instead. That's 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 what I do. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I that's have, true. That com- does sound like something you do. <laughs> I've completed all the drift tracks though now. <laughs> Fucking hell. That took something out of me. And yeah, like everything else seems really easy now compared to it. Yeah. They're obviously the hardest thing in the bloody game and I've done them all. <laughs> and uh, the amount of effort, like taking, turning traction control off, changing to manual, watching videos on how to take corners, finding the right cars, getting tuning the cars so they've got the right drift set up my god i put a lot of effort into that and, Man, now, and now it's like do this jump you've done the jump i'm like oh okay i did a jump do you not, do I, do you not need to we spend a day doing this no okay no, fine i did the jump yeah um so yeah but so uh, you've broken through yeah as they say so now now i'm at a point where i, I do I, I put like an hour into forza every night and um god i can't believe i'm talking about forza again um, i can't and, and i can't it's all you talk <laughs> about these days and um you don't put any of that underwear on I bought you. It's just Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I did complete Resident Evil 2, by the way, as well. But Wait. Well, I completed Leon's storyline. I will complete Claire's as well. But I hear how, that... Um, how good was it? I loved it. Really, really good. I hear that in Claire's um, game, Mr. X basically pursues you the whole way through. Yeah, he's a dick. Yeah. Like, he is a prick. I, I can't stand that dickhead. Yeah. Um, but yeah. People do say that that's probably one of, that's probably, if there is any criticism to level at Resident Evil 2, Mr. X, in the, f- in the original, only kind of bothers mm. you, I think, in one section. Yeah, yeah. Whereas he's uh, almost a scourge the in this. A fucking nightmare in this. Yeah. yeah. He's, um, he's a dickhead. Um, and you don't get rid of him, do you? Like, he never really fucks off. There are, no. I th- I've heard there are like parts of the game where he doesn't appear, but there's quite a lot where he just is. Yeah, yeah, and all of a sudden you start hearing the foot, the, hearing um, you start hearing him walking down the corridors, and and at that point you're like, oh great, he's back, you dickhead. Yeah, um, I'm just trying to get my survival <laughs> horror on, and you don't yeah. need a behemoth. He he, um, the, the best thing about him is that he's got. There's someone set up a Twitter account for Mister X. And uh, Alana Pierce, who now works for Funhouse, I think, used to work for IGN. Okay. Um, she put up, saying, should I be scared? She just put up a clip, a, uh, a uh, photo saying, Mr. X is now following you Ooh, on Twitter. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, <clears throat> do, you know, do you know what Resident Evil didn't nail? What? Co-op gaming. Co-op gaming? They that, didn't nail co-op gaming. That is a great they? segue. Yeah, I thought so. That is a great segue. That is yes. a great segue. Um, where Resident Evil failed we'll we'll get into later in terms of co-op gaming there was one of the the resident evil series that they uh, it was a follow-up to a classic that we've talked about far too much so um we'll we'll get onto it later when we talk about the games we didn't like but we want to talk about the games we do like in terms of co-op gaming i believe that was a fun podcast by the way to listen to the resident evil 4 one yeah really in terms of like they're finally gonna stop fucking talking about this game now (laughs) well i 
I would have taken part yeah. in that, but actually, it's. I feel like I feel like that was always you guys' thing, because yeah, you guys played it to death in that hovel you guys lived in. Unexpected Palace, I think you'll find it. Was Unexpected yeah, Palace, yeah. very well. Fair it dude. was. It was a wonderful flat, Duncan. Duncan. Duncan was went there, didn't you? And it was. It was. Yeah, a, it, it was, was wonderful. It was. It wasn't a hovel at all. It wasn't. And I we, mean, and we, we never we, blew up the microwave, which is upsetting. We came close, <laughs> <laughs> and we did it. It certainly didn't look as nice as when we moved in. I will say that, but yeah. Hmm. But yeah. Co-op It had games. a projector. Yeah. It was wicked. We did, we did have a projector. Yeah, watched, that's what you played Resident Evil 4 on, wasn't we, it? Yeah, and watched Star Wars on it and stuff. Nice. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'd be surprised if Russ didn't use it for porn at some point, but there we go. Dude, if I had a projector, that's probably one of the first things I'd use it for. Yeah, exactly. After I showed it to Jolie and been like, wow, look at all this. Yeah. Right, when are you going to bed? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> being caught like, watching yeah. porn on a projector? Yeah, with the volume really low. Yeah. <laughs> Just like everything else so like audacious. And that, that, and that would probably be yeah. what Jolie would be most angry about. She's like, it's not that you were watching porn. It's just like, it was so low, you probably weren't appreciating it. Like, surely half of the, <laughs> the fun with porn is hearing the... Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, speaking of porn, um, co-op game. I was about to say you have to be pretty. That, it takes two people. It takes two people sometimes, or more, or more, or less, or more, or know? less. Yeah. yeah, depending on how you do it. Anyway, yeah. that's what we're going to be talking about from now until the end of this podcast is co-op, co-op gaming. Gaming. Co-op yeah. um, I think one of the easiest ways to attack this is to kind of <laughs> let's set the scene. Let's do like one of that whole like what was the first co-op game you ever played? I'll jump in and I'll just say. First cult game I ever played and actually sort of kind of recognized it as something beyond like, you know, Double Dragon playing on the same screen Yeah, was Halo. Wow. Combat Evolved. Yeah, yeah. So that's the one that sticks in my mind as my first memory of playing what I felt like was a proper co-op game, primarily because the first level I ever played of Halo was on someone else's Xbox, and it was Assault on the Control Room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, if you remember that first level, is that one with that awesome battle scene in the icy, snow-covered valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was fucking awesome. I felt like I was a soldier, that I was with one of my other friends, and we were like, you know, we were two soldiers on the battlefield, like, actually kicking ass. And it was great to not be just, like, punching the crap out of each other or playing a beat-em-up for once. It was actually working together to win. Yeah. That was it. That's That, that is, like, distilled why i love playing with other people in co-op because yeah if you go back earlier like streets of rage comes yeah. to mind in terms of co-op yeah that's a good shout played a lot of that but it's not really you're just playing on the same screen aren't you really mm. it's not um it's not co-op as such you know you're not striving to achieve one goal you're just trying to just walk along beating things up duncan i mean i i think the game you're probably thinking of is is a game that was near and dear to my heart as well that distinctly makes me it brings back happy memories of playing it co-op with with you guys oh specifically. i mean i was actually going to go a bit before that i was uh i actually did play the half-life counter-strike i know it was just sort of more online gaming mm. but there were certain co-op faction uh, aspects and tie uh x-wing versus tie fighter you could do as co-op yeah and that that was so much fun i only played it a few times as co-op but it was so cool to be able to. Well, Tomo and I did it because uh, Tomo had a, two computers. And we could do a local network, and we tried that out. And your flight, both of you are either in. Well, when both of you are in X wings, my God, you know that feels really cool. But yes, time splitters too. 
That's the that. one I was thinking of, yeah, definitely. I know, I know that's what you were... I was building up to Time Splitters too because it's just... It was. It is a special. I still hold on to it. It's like still one of the best. I would still say it's probably one of the best co-ops I, I've done because there was nothing better than all of us sat around going, oh, watch out, boy. So it was, it was, yeah, exactly like that. It was, it was definitely co-op, but we'd, we'd take it in turns. It'd be two people with a controller, but it was, it's a lot of fun. And it was the first game I played on my PS2. What, Time Splitters 2? Yeah, I got, it was, I got a bundle deal from Game with Time Splitters 2 and um, Catwoman. <laughs> I think it was Catwoman. I think, yeah, I think it was that. Or was, hmm, now I'm getting confused. Was that it or was it actually GTA Vice City and Spider-Man 2? Whatever. No one cares. No one was there. You fuckers don't know. Duncan's the only one that's actually going to know on the podcast. So, um, it's, uh, so yeah, it was definitely Time Splitters 2 and Catwoman. And I traded in Catwoman. I didn't even open it. Just traded it straight back in. i got to say, I really, I mean, I've played Time Splitters 2 a fair few times. Yeah. I, I really liked both the co-op and the multiplayer yeah. on that game. It was just fast, frenetic. The monkeys were hilarious. The bananas all over the place as well. It was just a really good game and it had a really good tone and sense of humor as well yeah it was really really cool and what was the there was a time splitters game that came out on the 360 or the original xbox oh time splitters future perfect or something like that something like that yeah, yeah. it was very very cool yeah it was the it was it was a, <laughs> i was about to say it's the time travel one before i suddenly realized that was a fucking stupid thing to say future perfect yeah, yeah, yeah. future perfect yeah really great that was that was a good game yeah, that was really good. I but enjoyed that. No one should ever be allowed to be the monkey. No. Yeah, that's cheating. Yes. It's uh, like odd job in Goldeneye. Yeah, no one exactly. should be odd job. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, so but you're you're right about Halo. Um my first Halo experience, as I've always said, is Halo three. Um but I I played that co op with, with a few people and yeah. I beat Legendary. <laughs> the only way I could beat Legendary really, because I'm rubbish at games, <laughs> was with three other people. Like just plowing through We've it. We've played a little bit of Halo three co op. It's awesome. Did we play the Storm? I think so, yeah. The Sabo Highway one. Yeah. Like, yeah I, that was good. Halo 3, they really nailed this. The, it feels cinematic, you know. And and I, I, I love how up until that one, you could still play couch co-op as well. Yeah. Two people in one room. Just yeah. So, you know, screen looks like shit, but, but it still plays really, really well. It's really, really nice. So I'm a massive fan of that. Can you play Couch Cop on Master Chief Collection? Yeah. 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 I, I, on the ones that you could play Couch Co-op before. So I don't think 4 you can play. To be honest, though, why would you? No, 4, is, you, 4 you... is a very personal experience, isn't it? Yeah. It's weird, but yeah. Yeah. Which I, others, yeah I mean, I know we've spoken about Halo. We did. I think we even did a love letters to Halo. We uh, did. A long time ago with Lucy. Yeah. Um, yeah, Halo 4 is a personal one. Halo 3 is about you and the Arbiter. Yeah. Halo 2 is about two separate stories. Halo 1 is about the war, if you know yeah. what I mean. It's like yeah. you and everyone else. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's a, really, that's a really good thing. Halo 5 is about liquid diarrhea <laughs> in game form. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it really about is. gash. Yeah, Isn't total it? gash. <laughs> it's, it's not good. So it's the best way to, to just go, go around and talk about co-op games that we've loved, do you reckon, then? Uh, I mean, I I, I read just, yeah, free for all. I, I, I like um, yes, I I like holding hands. I like, I like holding hands. I really did enjoy first Halo as a, a, a as a co op. Did it as yeah. a split screen. But my mate Phil and I played. He got ODST, <gasps> I, I like and we played that 
as and that was really good as a uh, co-op because you know you're just a shock trooper so you don't have you really could do with that uh, squad cover and halo reach and halo yeah. reach halo was very good as a co-op. freaking awesome Th- those two uh, those two are our co-op experience halo well. reach is a proper yeah. gritty tone as well so you do feel like i mean i don't think i've had a better co-op experience in i think probably the sort of outside of the trilogy halo games than the mission where you infiltrate the covenant covenant assault um, yeah. assault carrier with george and that as a co-op experience is fucking brilliant because the covenant soldiers in halo reach are so much tougher than at any point during the yeah. main trilogy they are tough they are fast they are heavy hitting they are they, it just feels a bit more of a real experience, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, uh, Phil and I played it listening to the Tron uh, Legacy <laughs> soundtrack, and that was awesome. And there were a few tracks on there where we were like, let's just... And there's moments where you do just... Well, we were playing together on the sofa, and we were like, look, we were playing Halo Reach together on the sofa, not anything else. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it sure. feels strange that you have to tell us sure. that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I know how you. Those long summer days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there are moments where you just go, right, let's do this, and you just feel like you are going, well, not going over the top, but it is like that. You both charge at the same time, and it was it was an excellent, uh, excellent experience. Excellent. Yeah, I love it. Did any of you guys ever play? And this is a co-op experience that I remember very fondly because one of my friends who is now living over in Germany, actually, of all places, we used to play this together and we were big fans of the series. Splinter Cell Chaos Theory had a great co-op setting where you played as two stealth operatives infiltrating a certain area like a bank or something like that. And instead of split-screen horizontal, it was split-screen vertical. I remember that. So you had it, yeah. half half the telly each, you know, sort of standing upright. It was unbelievably mm. tense. And I, we used to play that together. And it was, I just remember us <laughs> sitting next to each other, whispering commands to each other, even though there was no way that the soldiers, <laughs> the enemy soldiers could ever hear what you were saying. You know, like hanging from poles and like, you know, shimmying up walls and doing the splits jump between a box and a wall and stuff like that while someone ran underneath and I'm going to take out that guy. (laughs) You take the other guy out and then we'll, you know, we'll bum the other guy over there. You know what I mean? It was it was so, so good. Really tense. It's one of those games that you just you're just probably not going to ever be able to play co-op again unless you have a copy of it somewhere. So I've got it on my on my PS3, and I would I mean I would obviously I would honestly love it if someone came over and played it with me at some I'll, point. I'll come over and play it. With you, you should come over and play some co-op. Let's stealthy. Let's stealthy stream, there. stream in uh, quotation marks. as playing uh, uh, Splinter Cell. Then how do we stream that? God knows. We'll figure it out. We're, we're, we're good. <laughs> I we're love good. your optimism. Yeah, You're just yeah. so driven by your optimism. Like, we'll work it out. <laughs> we'll work it out. Yeah, we'll work it out. It'll be okay. Yeah, but Chaos Theory, fucking brilliant. The co-op on that was superb. Yeah. Absolutely superb. Um, okay, Here, here's a good one. Uh, a more recent one. Uh, Portal 2. <gasps> oh, my God. That is on. That's, that was the top of my list, but yeah. I went for an obscure one because I wanted to seem retro. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Portal 2 is fucking excellent. When you're the... Um, 
just the amount of effort they put into making that game a co-op game is yeah. incredible. Yeah. Uh, two completely different characters that look completely different. Yeah. They do the, exactly the same thing. Yeah. Um, except one's got a portal gun that fires an orange portal. One's got a portal gun that fires a blue portal. Yes. And you've got to work together. You just got to work together. It's yeah. the only way of describing it. I can't remember what they're called. It's uh, Atlas and... Um, Peabody. Peabody. Yeah, there you go. Um, and it was, it was such... When you get to the end of the Portal 2 campaign, I, I mean, I personally felt like I want more Portal. Mm. I've enjoyed this so much. I want yeah. more of it. And being able to just call my mate Charlie and just say, look, we let's get through this. Or in, in reality, he called me um, and say, let's get through this as well. And just sitting down one evening and, and working way through it, high-fiving when you, get a, when you work out <laughs> yeah. a thing because that was one of the mechanics in it. It's just so much fun. It was more portal. They they didn't speak, did they? But no. they they they, they each just had they each had personality as well, like different personalities. You you got the feeling that there was a real kind of pinky in the brain kind of thing going on there with, yes. with the two of them, and yet neither of them ever said a word to each other. No, so much fun, um, and just my God, Valve, come on, guys, mm. let's get let's get some more games. I don't care if it's Half Life Three or whatever. Just games, please. I think I agree with Russ though on that. I think they, they I don't think they'll ever release Half Life Three. No, I think. But let's it, get I Portal Three then, or Left 4 Dead Three. Yeah, I again though, if they, if they said, if, if yeah, if Valve ever came out and said, yeah, we're making Left 4 Dead Three, I'd be fucking furious. I'd yeah. just be like, why? Yeah, Left 4 Dead Two is the is basically both games yeah. that have been released amalgamated into one. We don't. No one wants it, and but also I think. Once they finished Half Life Two Episode Two, they boxed themselves into a corner plot wise. Yeah. No, after that cliffhanger, no one's ever going to be happy with what happens next. No, never. No. Despite the fact that it also can, the Half Life Two Episode Two also contains one of the greatest G Man moments ever, with that talk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Doctor Freeman. I say yeah. Uh, yeah. You, I've yeah. famously not finished Half Life Two, mate. You have to play Half Life Two, mate. You have mate. to play. I'll tell you what. Episode it's the one on Game Pass. Uh, it's not on Game Pass because I mean I've already got it. But oh, it then would... then it would make you play it. Yeah, because then I'd say right, Orange Box, not Orange Box, the whole thing, but Half Life Two. But <laughs> it's a piece of gaming history. Just play it. <laughs> it's the it's the crisis. It's the crisis of its time. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it was it was tough on your computer. It looked amazing. It still plays incredibly well. It's probably one of the tightest gaming experiences Very you'll ever fast, play. Because I tried playing it fairly recently, and I just never finished it. But yeah, episode one is great. Yeah, episode two is just more of the same and great. Yeah, um, it's a real shame that they didn't nail the episodic content model. I just think if they had, they would have. Yeah, it'll be Half Life Three or nothing. That's what we'll get. Yeah, we'll get nothing. I don't think we'll ever get anything. I think Gabe Newell is more concerned with making tons and tons of money out of that rather than than embracing his true destiny as the auteur creator of one of gaming's finest franchises. I mean, who knows? Maybe it'll be like a like a like a last wish kind of like before I step away from gaming entirely. Let's do this. Let's nail Half Life Three. Yeah, yeah. But it'll be the anti video. Yes, Gabe so. Newell. Uh, yeah. huh. yeah. Well, they're both self. Well, no, actually, Hideo Kojima is so obsessed with himself that he puts himself 
in everything. Oh, what does he do? What does he I've do? I've never heard of this guy, yeah. Hideo Kojima? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, you mean the, <laughs> the guy who literally is in... Literally is characterized and digitized in pretty much every game he's ever made. Yeah, he's like the M. Night Shyamalan of gaming. Sh- I, you know, I, I can't even say M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> you just did. Oh, Shyamalan. Shana- oh, now you didn't. No, M. Night Shawaddy Waddy. What? No. <laughs> Shawaddy Waddy. Okay. okay, so no, we've insulted a man's surname and done a Jimmy Savile impression. That's excellent. Um, <laughs> it's what people tune in for, I'm sure. <laughs> Saying Shawaddy Waddy is not a Jimmy Savile no, impression. No, but then Duncan said it. Like Jimmy, like Jimmy Savile. Savile. Oh. <laughs> Don't do it again. And next, next up, it's Shawaddy Waddy. And now you've done it. <laughs> yeah. A jingle, a jangle jewellery. Okay, right, so. Anyway, so there's a bit that needs to be cut out there. It ain't getting cut. <laughs> okay, anyway. So, yeah, that's <laughs> we killed the conversation dead there. Um, well, is it too soon or <laughs> Dan that's awful sorry 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 I'm a really bad person aren't I yeah. um, okay cut that bit out yeah, well me being a bad person no, the, yeah the bit where you said too soon <laughs> I didn't say that anyway said... anyway um, so yeah um, no Hideo Kojima's a frightful bore um, so... a frightful bore um, well don't... Death Stranding looks fucking boring it doesn't everyone keeps coming out who said it going you're going to be blown away when you find out about this game yeah what's it about stuff you know crazy yeah. things stuff yeah death and yeah. feeling stranded i mean i always get uh, i get the feeling the ending will just be um you slowly walking down a tunnel and then when you get to the end of it you keep walking and when you look round, you realize it's hideo kojima's asshole <laughs> <laughs> It, which is funny because most people have said that he is disappearing up his own <laughs> yeah, arsehole. Exactly, yeah. And actually putting the gamer into that position means that we are one with Hideo. Exactly. Well, people will... Five out of five. Good. Amazing. Yeah. And it'll zoom out and we'll realise that it was his rectum and we'll, we'll <laughs> zoom out away from his chocolate starfish and then suddenly mm. it'll just be him with his thumbs up and he'll give a cheeky wink to the camera and then it will fade to black like Porky the Pig. <laughs> and that's it's it, not like... Porky the Pig, it's Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Norman Reedus, like, wearing a ball gag. Yeah. <laughs> God, I wouldn't, wouldn't want to have any part of those conversations. Can you imagine the three of them just sitting around being swats? Yeah. I like Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> Coincidentally, theatrical <laughs> cut next week, Guillermo del Toro this <laughs> Oh, wicked. Oh, fair dues. I, I, do, I do like Guillermo del Toro. Um, any more? Well, let's, well, we're talking co-op games, and we've barely talked about any co-op game. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, then why Gears don't... of War. Oh, Gears of War. Good choice. Were, was, is still a great... I mean, I do like the fact that if you haven't uh, caught up with your uh, colleague that you'd sort of get jumped forward. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's great, great teamwork. You have to sometimes. It works I, so well. I think that's a great mechanic as well. Because it's, it's, it's a nice way of saying uh, your friend's really bored of you just breaking open crates with your chainsaw. Can you hurry the fuck up and get on with the story now, please? Um, that we've spent ages writing for exactly. you. Exactly. What I liked about it was they, they spent time on the co-op. So it's not like a lot of co-op games where you, you are the main character. You are the main character, but in blue. It was you're Marcus, you're Dom. Yeah. But you're the two main characters in this. Well, for most of it. Halo 3, Master Chief and Arby. Exactly. That's, mm. It's a nice, it's nice little touches like that. that you, and they, 
But actually, they oh sorry, on Halo Three they do run out of steam. Yeah, it's Master Chief, Arby, and uh, two other elites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two other, his, his elite mates. Yeah, don't the elites hate him anyway? Let's nah, don't just, worry about yeah, it. That's yeah. fine. No, don't even think about it. <laughs> um, sorry, Gears of War, War, Gears War, of, War, War, Gears of War. Um, yeah, and although Marcus and Dom do behave exactly the same, it does. They do feel like they do feel like completely different characters. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think that's commendable. I, I they do end up doing slightly different things because you do take up because both characters obviously feature throughout the storyline, and so you just fill in. You are just playing that bit of the the storyline, so it's um, you go through different directions what... at times as well, don't you? You go, go yeah. through different paths and stuff. So yeah, that's very true. Yeah, no, Gears was a great game. The the, the first two, three, the first, yeah. Yeah, the first two specifically. And three's good as well. They're really good. Four, I th- it felt like... You haven't played four yet, have you, Duncan? So, no. Um, it felt like it just kind of ended. It's on Game Pass if you wanted to play it. Yeah. He hasn't got an Xbox One, though. Oh, shit balls. Might, I might be able to sort him, sort him out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, it's it's uh, Four kind of runs out of steam, it feels like. It, had the, it suffers from Jurassic Park 3 effects, which is... This is the ending. Oh, it's the ending? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, uh, what, what, really? What, wasn't everyone on a boat a minute ago? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. No, it has, it has no boat's gone. <laughs> and Duncan, the Resident Evil game you were thinking of was Revelation 2. Thank you. There you go. That is what I was thinking of. Yeah. Can I... So Gears of War for me encapsulates Xbox 360 launch. Yeah. Shortly after that, a game was released which had a great co-op setting which I don't think many people have ever played which is Kane and Lynch, the first game, Kane yeah, and Lynch. Yeah, the second one was... second one was Dog Shit, which is ironic because there is a massive section where they're chased naked by dogs. Yeah. But none of that was the shit that ended up being the first game. But the first game had this interesting mechanic. So Kane is professional bank robber. Think um, Seth in From Dust Till Dawn. I am a fucking professional. Um and Lynch is his, is the sort of long-haired um, psycho, basically. Yeah. And there are scenes in the single-player campaign where Lynch goes mental and ends up killing people. And during the single-player campaign, you're thinking to yourself, this guy's a fucking liability. He's a psychopath. Like, why is he massacring these people? When you play co-op and he's left to, like, guard a certain area and guard hostages, it's because he's hallucinating. It's because his, his meds are wearing off. And he literally is hallucinating the hostages as cops. And they all start shooting at you and you have to kill them. Yeah, yeah. And then he suddenly snaps out of it and realizes he's just massacred all these people. Um, you know, think, you know, hallucinating that they were cops. So it actually does, the co-op campaign in that does a really good job of telling a different side of the story that you don't see during the campaign. Yeah. It's really, it was really good. And there was always part of it because it felt a bit like, oh my God, it's like, it's like heat. I'm playing heat. I'm actually playing it. Oh my God, it's amazing. I'm, I'm in heat. Um, but, you know, it wasn't a particularly well-received game. I think it sold well, but it was, I think, at the center of the GameSpot controversy, wasn't it? Where they gave it a phenomenal review. Um, And it just so happened that that review coincided with the time when GameSpot were advertising Kane and Lynch because they'd been paid a fortune. So that was basically a cash for reviews scandal. Yeah, which is why we'll never get another Kane and Lynch game. No, not now. No. No. Bad times, bro. Bad times. 
They messed it up. Anyway, that was a random one. That was a random co-op game. It was. It, I, I never played it, so I, I can't say anything. All I know is Kane and Lynch 2. Once again, I never played it, but um, where I was working at the time, we had uh, pre-owned games, mm. and that was one of the ones we had a lot of. Yeah, I bet. Um, so, yeah, that was up there. That was given away as a Games with Gold, wasn't it, recently? Canaan Inch 2 was given away as a game I think so, yeah. I might have missed that one, funnily enough. Which is one of those times where you just think, come on, this isn't what I pay pay for gold for. Like, this sort of bollocks. Like, where's the Jedi Academies of this world? Like, well, they're waiting until 2019, like almost 10 years after the (laughs) fucking game came out. (laughs) Um, So, weird game. It's definitely a co-op game, but it's kind of a party game as well. Uh, and it's one I played recently under the advisement of a podcast. I honestly, can't remember what podcast, but it's called Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. Yeah, I've played that. If you, it's great, right? It's really funny. It's so it's frustrating. Really funny. Like, you've got to play it with the right person. Because I think to myself, like, I can talk. Yeah. But actually, when there's that whole thing going on with the beeping and all that sort of shit yeah. going on, you just go, oh, fuck out. Um, and I've got to tell you. To... No so, silence. For anyone that's not played it before, one person is in charge of the Xbox controller. Um, and their job, they, they've got the bomb in front of them, basically, with uh, a variety of symbols and, and puzzles on the bomb. Uh, and then the other person's got the instructions for that, whether, I mean, we, we looked it up, basically. And the person who's looking at the instructions can't look at the bomb. It, it relies quite heavily on just, uh, on, on, on not ruining the game for yourself, basically. Mm. <laughs> so the per- the person who's got the instructions can't look at the bomb, and the person who's got the bomb can't look at the instructions. Right. So the person who's got the bomb has to say, right, I've got this symbol here, and then that person has to then go through the instructions and figure out how to de- deactivate the bomb for them, and then explain to the person deactivating the bomb exactly how to do it. It is so much fun. But at the same time, if you do not defuse the bomb... There's that eerie, like, I, I played it with my girlfriend, and there's that eerie silence, like, afterwards going, well, one of us messed up. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we both think what, it's the what's other. Is it available on? Uh, I don't know. I think it's not available on a lot of different um, consoles, but it's, it's so much fun. It is good. Um, but, yeah, but one of us messed up. And I say we both think it's the other person. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's one of those games where we just decided to sit and play it. And like we just got to a particularly hard one. We go. I think we should stop now. <laughs> I think. I think. I think this thing is wise that we we should stop playing. But yeah, the, the threads of our relationship. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you you having to describe symbols as well. It's 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 great. Really, really good. It looks one. like my dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that one. The there tiny is one. nothing this small. On <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Two nanomillimeters. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to throw... A, oh, sorry, Duncan. Mate, uh, it's your go. Yeah, I would like... Going to a few arcades, I was thinking... Uh, the very first one I played was actually a game called Ikari Warriors uh, on on Amiga. And though you could play it, it was a, uh, a top-down shooter and you were just a soldier going through shooting lot of soldiers and it was a lot easier with two people because uh, most of these things were but the mission was very basic um but it was a lot of fun because you could both be tanks and that would get tanks and that was quite good that was good it was a lot easier with two people it, it was a great fun game if not sometimes a bit frustrating 
Uh, but I was going to say Time Crisis. Yes. What, what, what a, a good game. choice. Yeah. Um, you know, in the arcade, it was great. It was great on the PlayStation as well. Yeah. With the That's... in the arcade, I remember it had a pedal, right? Yeah. Which yeah. is your sort and of you... duck in, duck out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and the ducking in, out. ducking out was a brilliant. It, it just changed that kind of shooter because most of the time it was just down to, uh, and obviously again easier with two people, how yeah. quickly you could um, shoot everything on the screen. But with this, it was even with two people, you would sometimes take different. Well, Time Crisis, then there was Time Crisis 2, which was also excellent. And you would sometimes take different kind of routes and different yeah. positions so that you were doing the same, attacking the same baddies, but from um, different angles. So, yeah, great game. I loved it. And because you could only reload by ducking. Yeah. As well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was really good fun and easily the pinnacle of those arcade shooters as well, I think. Like yeah. that was the one that, like they they tried loads of different things afterwards, but that was the one that I'd always want to play was Time Crisis. Yeah, and like uh, as you said on the PlayStation as well, when you had the buttons on the side of the gun. Yeah, yeah. To to duck away, it, it was really good fun. I remember picking that up from a PlayStation Two as well. Yeah. Did you ever play um, Die Hard trilogy? Did you ever play that? Because that that was like three games in one, wasn't it? The first one was like a third person. It was set like across the three movies. The first one was in Nakatomi Tower. Yeah third person the second one was like a time crisis style on a rail shooter uh through the airport mm. and then the third one was the driving around in the cab racing around blowing shit up that was that was actually a pretty good the second one was the second diehard film game in that game was a pretty good um sort of time crisis shooter actually that was good and that was co-op as well but i didn't say simon says yes there we go. As I was going to St. Ives, I met a man with seven wives. Each wife had seven cats, seven, no, seven sacks, and in each sack were seven cats. Seven cats were seven rats, seven mice, with, oh, I don't know, something in bloody blah, blah, blah in German. <laughs> <laughs> How many were going to St. Ives? Yeah. How many, Dan? Uh, seven. No. I don't know. I wasn't really listening. Uh, As I was going <laughs> to St. Ives, I met a man oh, with seven you, wives. Oh, just you, just you. There yeah, we yeah. go, yes. Yeah. Simon says, touch my balls. <laughs> um, okay, fine. <laughs> you can only, use a glove. Only because Simon said no. Yeah. yeah. Stop crying. I can't help it. <laughs> uh, right, Tom, what you got? Uh, Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so, yeah. Minecraft co-op is really good fun. Yeah. I'm not allowed to play at co-op because I just ruin things. So. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'll just come back going, I found a friend, and there'll be a creeper following me all the way back to <laughs> yeah. plant the bloody house. So. Yeah. It's like, um, do you know what that mountain needs? A fucking skull. <laughs> a skull fortress with lava pouring out of its eyes. Yeah. That's what it needs. Um, and then when you all start building it together, you can be that sneaky little sod who, you know, even though when you're playing in creative mode, suddenly just lays out a nice big strip of TNT that no one can see inside the bit you're working on. And just when everything's all at the end and everyone's just, you know, enjoying it, you get out your flint and you just... Yeah. <laughs> you go step back everyone <laughs> and then goodbye half I was working on done <laughs> bye log off <laughs> so much hard work just gone <laughs> yeah. down the train yeah yeah so good <laughs> I love any co-op game where you can just utterly screw someone over as well absolutely <laughs> like so much fun like can be had on co-op games where there is nothing funnier than working really hard with someone to build like an underwater area in Minecraft 
you know, meticulously building up all the glass blocks. My wife loves playing Minecraft and it's hilarious to play with her because we, yeah. we both log on and we're both sort of running around. Um, and she'll be building this like little glass box underwater or something like that. And I'll yeah. be like, oh, I'll come down and help. You know, and I'll get the sponges out and I'll put them all in the corners so all the water gets soaked up. Way we've got an airtight container. And then just <laughs> being a dick and just <laughs> tink. <laughs> just like, and it all just fills with water, swim out through the hole. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> or like, you know, letting someone let, set up like an overly complex like minecart um, rail. And just being the dick that just like smashes the like the control, so they're like going round and round and round like on their powered rail, and just to like destroy their red um, red bricks, you know, so they can't power their rails. It's just funny. Being a twat is quite funny in Minecraft. Yeah, I uh... ah, your red bricks are fucked. <laughs> Left for Dead, Left for Dead, brilliant. So Left for Dead, and, and I say Left for Dead because I, I thought. I don't think I ever played Left 4 Dead that much. And then I remembered some of the stories that come flooding back mm-hmm. with playing it with some of the mates. I distinctly remember trying to get the achievement for not activating the witch. Ooh. Like on a level. And we mm. got to the room where uh, the witch was sitting. And and one of them goes, oh, hang on, guys. Uh, it was his uh, girlfriend. Torches off. Called, called him out of the room. So we were there going, hey, we're like, right, so we're not going to activate the witch. We're going to sneak past. We'll go one by one. It was like a real like Leroy Jenkins kind of moment. And then he hadn't heard any of this. And he sees like all of us just like right, sitting there waiting for him to come back. And he you see his his character look at look at my character and then look at my mate's character and then just line the gun up and shoot the witch. <laughs> We're like and then with Left for Dead, it chases whoever shot her. Yeah. So it just chased him. And we were like, nah, fuck you, you're on your own. He yeah. just walked off. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love, I loved that mechanic. Yeah. Like the witch would, you know, half the time would just spawn somewhere that you could avoid. Yeah. But <laughs> once in a while. But once in a while, she would be right in the doorway <laughs> yeah, yeah. of the way you're going through. And you have no option. Like I would think to myself, the director is fucking with me here. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm being fucked with here. This is not fair. Yeah. Left 4 Dead 2 ramped it up. Yeah, yeah. By having the wandering witch. So on the daylight levels, she she walks around covering her eyes, yeah. sobbing. And in, I think, one of the levels, actually, she's wearing a wedding dress, isn't she? Yeah. Implying so. that she was the bride at the wedding who then turned into a witch. And she's sitting at the on the band camp, where the bandstand, sorry, where you have to go to pick something up or to turn the music off or yeah. something like that. She's there all the, always. Because as if the witch isn't scary enough in the first one. Yeah. Yeah, let's make her walk around and sob. Exactly. So you act, so literally you turn a corner and she's walking towards you, and you're like, "Ah, oh, shit! Back up! Back up! Back up!" But like, in, I remember, yeah, the, this particular instance, like we heard her from like, miles away because we were in like tunnels or something. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's sitting in the corner crying. We're like, right, so we'll go around her and just, but yeah, he made his bed, <laughs> so we just let him die. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. fuck him. Yeah, I mean, look, he'll appear in a cupboard, <laughs> like a little bit later. He'll be but, fine. But the best co-op games are the ones you have stories about. Yeah, and that that is a story that sticks in my head. Just like hey, he's on his own, fuck him. Yeah, it, it was it was just so much fun, and just as a game, just like for a good month or so, everyone getting together and going right. Have we got four of us? Yep, let's do this. Yeah, I remember playing a lot of it. Yeah, a lot of it when it came out, and uh, people used to play the No Mercy 
campaign a lot. That's one where you end up at the hospital yeah. uh, and on the very top of the hospital. And I, I remember that playing that chapter maybe five or six times every time with just the guys. And I, I remember yeah. it would always take a few attempts to kind of win out in the yeah. end. But it would always be meticulously planned. And <clears throat> I just remember those those tense battles trying to find somewhere almost like, you know, you feel like you're exploiting it a little bit. But then I also remember those really heroic moments like running yeah. to the helicopter at the end of, or, or at the end of no mercy running from the safe house yeah, like yeah. The, on the top all the way to the other side, someone getting hit by the tank or someone getting downed being that guy who ran out, killed all the zombies around him, oh, yeah, yeah, picked yeah, yeah. him up and got, everyone back um you know you're almost like covering him like yeah, as yeah. he's as he's trying to get back into the helicopter and feeling like the fucking mac daddy yeah. when you <laughs> when that guy gets into the chopper and you get in after him and you all fly off like just feeling like oh my god i bossed that like we fucking did that guys yeah, yeah, and yeah. we saved each other man that was, oh it's just those moments they were so so it's so sweet for that the, yeah for dead is the perfect it's, it might be one of the the the, the best carb experiences. A meticulously created game. Yeah, exactly. And and you do the same level over and over again, knowing that you wouldn't do the same level in the same way twice. Absolutely. It's it's very very cool. Absolutely, because you don't know what's going to happen. It's because the AI director that uh, Valve created is smart. Yeah, yeah. It it dynamically scales the threat and challenge of the of the map dependent on how you're doing. Yeah. If you've got tons of ammunition, well you better believe it's going to throw runners at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you haven't got that much ammunition, it's probably going to dump a little weapons cache somewhere yeah. so that it can start throwing things at you again. I just remember those very vivid moments. Like for instance the um the f uh theme park level yeah is a particular highlight for me uh, a time when a plan went completely wrong at the end of the first chapter when you make your way into the actual um theme park just yeah. before the uh, tunnel of love yeah. with the way you get into all the swans and, and stuff like that and that's the next level is trying to get into the tunnel of love we set up um fuel cans yeah all the way around it, what we were planning to do was to create a ring of fire that the zombies couldn't get through. Yeah. But everything went to shit. Yeah. Someone went out and said, oh, I know where another fuel can is. So the three of us like stayed in it and one of our guys was just like, oh, do you know, I'll go and help him just like, you know, make sure he doesn't get into any trouble. Coming back, we saw them both. The guy without the fuel can runs ahead. Oh, I'm home free. Fucking suddenly a horde. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, you hear that. Oh, and they all start running in from nowhere. The guy with the fuel can got clobbered, dropped yeah, his yeah. fuel can, a stray bullet set that one off, the ring of fire all set up. Before we knew it, there was fire everywhere. The zombies that were pounding this guy to shit suddenly all came pouring through the fire towards us. Yeah, yeah. The fire went out and the horde just kept coming. Yeah, and we, you just, you know, when you have that plan yeah. and it just goes completely tits up just because of one tiny tiny little error left dead did a really good job of making you feel overwhelmed by the zombies as well it did like a really even though they were job. cannon fodder yeah 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 like you could you, you were there was no situation that you couldn't get out of but yeah to a point yeah but at the same time it, it felt it felt overwhelming and it's, that's credit to that game that game's incredible uh duncan got any more actually i was gonna ask can you uh, um 
pulled up Left 4 Dead 2 because yeah. I don't think, funnily enough, I played it. Yeah. Um, could you kill the witch? Yes. yes. It just took a while. Yeah, and you can guarantee you you one of your party would get downed at some point as well. You could kill her before she even started scratching you, I think. that There was an achievement for shooting her in the face with a shotgun, basically. Oh, uh, yeah, you, uh, crowning her. Yeah, yeah. 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 If you had the auto shotgun, you could pretty much make mincemeat of her before yeah. she got uh, even up, I think. But if you fuck it up, you're dead. Yeah, you're dead. Yeah. And, and it, you're it, left for dead. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Hey, that's Fucking Rob was, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it... it it's it's a lot of fun, and, and I'm talking I'm talking myself into wanting to play it again. If I'm honest, as well. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I've got it on my Xbox. I've got it on my PC. Can we play it together? No. Uh, but if I get it on Xbox, yeah. on Xbox One, yeah. is it Left 4 Dead Two on Xbox I, One? Yeah, both of them. Both of them. On I would get Lex, uh, Left 4 Dead Two because then yeah. you get Left 4 Dead One and Two yeah, yeah. in the same. Uh, sort of slightly improved Source Engine. Also, can I just say yeah. it's made in the Source Engine? Yeah, yeah. Which means. Like, you know, that tech is still around, still plays, still looks great. Yeah. Well done, Valve. Why not make another engine and make fucking Half-Life 3 already, right? <laughs> you know, let's, let's cooperate here. Yeah. I'll buy it. You make it. Yeah? yeah. There we go. The essence of a co-op. There we go. Yeah. Gabe Newell yeah. sitting on your big money chair. Um, <laughs> big <laughs> What would be great is if we could get all four of us in a little group to play uh, Left 4 Dead. It would be great. It'll yeah. never happen. It'll never happen. But yeah, that's the dream, isn't it? I would need some. I would basically need to play on the toilet. So we'd we'd, we'd protect you, Duncan. Don't worry. We'd no, you wouldn't. You. <laughs> no, we would. We would. Do you not like zombies? No. 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 Why? No, what, what is it about zombies that you don't like? <laughs> Very funny. Uh, no, I've got a bit of a irrational fear. I know they're not real, but they are the thing. I, I really can't do zombie type stuff. So the fact that I've been watching people, I haven't been playing it. I've been watching uh, YouTube videos of uh, Resident Evil 2 um, and people playing it. And that's enough for me. I, I can quit. I can just get out. I'm not playing it. So I'm not as invested. So that is okay. It still didn't stop me having zombie dreams. Oh dear. Yeah, I don't like those. Fair dues. So, yeah. Fair dues. I have I have an irrational fear of um, ghosts. Seeing a ghost, rush. Totally irrational. I'm fucking terrified of it. Yeah. Um, just the very prospect of seeing something unexpected like that. Not that I think that anything's going to happen, but I just think. I just don't want to see one. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, no, yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. I don't, I just don't want to see one. Thanks. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, do you have any co-op games, Duncan? Yeah. One, one more. The Rock yeah. Band series. Oh, like, good shout. God, that's brilliant. I loved Rock Band. I loved Lego Rock Band. You know, obviously you can play the game on its own, but the, I mean, what a money-making thing as well across all formats it was great but you know you have the guitar you can get the drums you've got the microphone you can have the whole band it is uh it's great well guitar hero as well but you know it was guitar hero rock band and you can just get rock band and i loved lego rock band emma yeah. and i will still love uh, still like to play that you my still parents have it on the wii you still have the stuff uh, yeah it's, it's awesome. great 
Yeah, I do remember getting um, a Guitar Hero World Tour. Yeah. And basically any time any of my mates came over, we would play that invariably. A night would end on that. Or when we got uh, when we got the rock band stuff with the mics or or um what was it called? Was it called Lips? Yeah. Yeah, we had we had we had that as well. And I used to I mean I used to play that on my own. I used to love it. I used to you know when we when we were in the band together, Dan, I used yeah. to I used to warm up the voice my voice before I came by oh, playing really? by playing lips. And it would always be something difficult like um uh what was it uh speed of sound by coldplay yeah that was a really good one to sing to get the old voice warmed up do you know what i used to uh, do to warm up another co-op game in similar vein yeah def jam oh god is it def jam rap star it was called oh nice yeah it's it's the def jam version of uh lips and uh guitar hero and sing star yeah that kind of thing that is awesome where you're singing rap songs that is awesome. It's so much fun. What, what, I was, what was your... so bad at that game. We did it at uh, John Stagdo, I think. I was <laughs> one of the few times we played it. And you and Rich were really good. I can't. I don't remember that. I think Rich might have been, but yeah. What, what hit me with some songs? I'm, you... I'm gonna go. Oh, I can't. No, I can't. Was a different one. It was Def Jam Rap Star. Uh, let me. Let me. I'm bringing up a track listing now. Um, you got to throw it at me. I'm. I'm expecting some old school hip hop. Complete track listing revealed from a 2010 Kotaku article. Um, Two-pack, I get around. 50 oh, wow. Cent, I got money. Wow. Tribe Called Quest, uh, Beastie Boys, Brass Monkey. Nice. They're fucking monkey. Uh, big Pun, still not a friend. Uh, Buster Rhymes, put your hands where my eyes can see. Uh, DMX, Russ, Rough Riders Anthem. Dr. Dre featuring Snoop Dogg, no, ain't nothing but a G thing. <laughs> Um, Jar Rule, always on time. Ice Cube, today was a good day. Today was a good day. Uh, Kanye West, stronger. Kanye West featuring Jamie Foxx, Gold Digger. Um, LL Cool J, Mama Said Knock You Out. Uh, Outcast, So Fresh, So Clean. Uh, Run DMC, Run's House. Uh, Whose house? Run's Run's house. house. Say what? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um... It had the the UK version had a different track on because yeah the UK version had oh Snoop Dogg Gin and Juice which nice. is a favourite of mine yeah. yeah I love Gin and uh, Juice the UK version had um, uh, the uh, Twenty One Seconds by um, So Solid Crew as well Twenty One Seconds to go yeah, Twenty One Seconds to go yeah we're not going to do any further than that but yeah. It was a lot of fun, especially when you were drunk and you think you're doing really well. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, Fight the Power by Public Enemy as well. Another Wicked. What there. a good yeah, track. Nothing like six middle class people in a living room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come on, gangsters. Yes. <laughs> gangsters, come on. Come yeah. on, gangsters. Let's rap. Let's get our rap on. But that's. I mean, yeah. I, I just love doing. The, the rock band where the mic and the guitar doing both at the same time it for me that was a living a, a wee little dream it was yeah. great feeling like I'm a not... feeling like a real kelly jones from the stereophonics yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of which i have heard dakota more times than i ever previously heard it in a day about two days ago really every time i turned the radio i was driving so 
there was a film, there was a shoot going on, and I was I was on the shoot, and I I was driving vans down for this particular filming day, and um, every time I got into a new vehicle, I would turn on the radio, and it was like fucking Dakota was just like on it again. I just couldn't escape the song no matter what I did, and it was even it was even like the it was even like the the sort of fading out theme song to a YouTube video that I was watching on one like on the one of the quiet moments I just turned it on it was like fucking Dakota again <laughs> I must have heard it about eight or nine times Do you know what that song reminds me of Sexy and, Kelly and Jones I'm thinking back and I'm thinking of you <laughs> Summertime I think it was June mm. Yeah I think it was June Yeah Yeah laying back head on the grass chewing gum having some laughs Yeah Yeah They sound like Yeah heavy having days. some laughs yeah um Oh, drinking back, drinking for two. Yeah. Uh, drinking with you. Yeah. When drinking was new. Yeah. Uh, sleeping in the back of my car. We never went far. Don't need to go Don't far. To go These far. lyrics are bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> didn't didn't need to go far. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because I I don't know where we are going. Wake up, call coffee and juice. Remembering you, what happened to you? I wonder if we'll meet again. Talk about life since then. Talk about you make me feel like the one make me feel like the one that, that those lyrics are nonsense yeah but sexy kelly jones it's a great song as well it is a great song yeah but yeah very very cool melody it is yeah but like some of the greatest songs on the planet a great melody is often accompanied by mm. fucking mental batshit lyrics that don't I, mean anything <laughs> changing the subject slightly today i saw the trailer for yesterday right today. yeah um which is a story by rich curtis and danny boyle with help from Ed Sheeran, apparently, which is always a good start. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> Dan is such a fan now. And what well, was he uh, handing out nibbles or something? I don't know. Anyone uh, for an onion ring? <laughs> I think he was their music consultant. I think he's written half, rewritten half the Beatles songs for him, basically. Right. Which is exactly what you fucking want Ed Sheeran to do, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and um, there's uh, the idea is uh, it's a guy who wakes up one morning and no one knows who the Beatles are. And he's a musician, so like he starts playing all the songs and becomes like a massively famous musician. Uh, and I saw James Corden's in it, so that's made it even worse somewhere. And there's a bit where he's recording with Ed Sheeran, going, "I think you should call it Hey Dude." And it's just living proof that Ed Sheeran can really fuck up any song that it, you know, no matter how good and, and impervious to his fuck uppery you think it is. Yeah, yeah. And also, so that the film fact, looks the fact that, bollocks. Was, the fact that was James, James was James Corden their comedy consultant. I mean, it looked like it because it looked shit. So, yeah, maybe. That means that he was on the phone to Ruth Jones every five minutes. Um, they want me to be funny, Ruth. Um, what do I do? Um, yeah, I, I, what do jokes I, tell? That, oh. I do get the feeling that, um, that that's the case. Yes. Yes. Uh, anyway, co-op games. That's what we're talking about. Any more for any more, guys? Well, I think, we've, I think we've run our juices dry. I think we've spoken about co-op games. So, can I just, before we, um, before we finish, highlight... One particular game that lied about the co-op experience we were going to get. Oh, can I get can I get one more good one in? By the way, sorry, this is one I've been building up to, and I've been saving it. Sorry, um, and that is drop your load. Yeah, this this is this is one of the best co-op experience I've had recently. I would say uh, that's Overcooked and Overcooked Two, couch two couch co-op games. You sit there, You've been and it's this another with your girlfriend. Great... What? Have you? With, no, you've been playing this with yeah. your girlfriend. Well, yeah, no, I've been playing this with your girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, give it time, <laughs> you'd probably she'd probably do better. Um, so, like, yeah, it's um, it's a lot of fun for starters. The idea is you're two chefs trying to save um, 
the world from a meatball monster that's come down and you need to feed him a variety of different foods. But to, to get there, you need to train by preparing foods like uh, burritos and burgers and pizzas and stuff. And it relies heavily on one person's going to make this and another person's going to make this. And you're preparing food in some of the most impossible situations to prepare food. Um, uh, and there's like, so you'll be in the middle of a volcano preparing food. So like lava will jump up and uh, will like set fire to one of your uh, oh, pads, that kind of thing. Yeah. And um, it's, it's one of those things that relies on synchronicity. And we, we three starred the first one and we've just got to a point in the second one where we're like, we need to stop playing this now. <laughs> this it's it's not a good idea to carry on playing this. But yeah. So I would recommend Overcooked if you're after a carp game. It Excellent. is so much fun. Excellent. Um so that that brings me nicely on to the level of expectation and betrayal that I felt with this game. So all through its previews and I think it's safe to say that we're all fans of the franchise. Yep. All through the previews, we were led to believe that it was going to make you feel like the Marines in the film, mm. in the second film out of the franchise. You know, welding doors shut, setting up sentry guns, make yeah. you falling back, making your way through colonies, you know, all that sort of stuff. It was going to make you feel like one of them. But how the fuck Aliens Colonial Marines <laughs> went... Went from that to what we got in the end, mm. where the co-op was actually, they said the only good mission in the co-op setting is the one is one where you have to sneak through a hive of aliens that can only hear that can only see by sound. Yeah, um, which was which led to some of the most unintentionally funny uh, let's play videos ever. Yeah, we were totally robbed of a co-op situation which kind of segues me very quickly into just saying that the vast majority of games that include co-op as a mechanic or at least promise it we'd never get the full experience that you kind of hope you are going to get i think that co-op gaming is something that will become better as technology evolves but i just don't combat evolves as combat evolves at the moment, I don't think we've ever had a perfect... Uh, well, that's pretty perfect. I don't think we've ever had a perfect uh, co-op game, but we've had some really fucking good contenders. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, I would want to think that they're going to get better, but evidence suggests otherwise, doesn't it? Absolutely. We haven't even mentioned the Battle Royale games yet, by the way. No, absolutely so not. So, like, Fortnite, PUBG... Um, PUBG's Apex quite Legends close to my heart. Well. PUBG... Is another one of those ones where we had experiences playing it. We had some funny experiences yeah, like playing it. like hiding in a, in a loft has never been so much fun. Waiting for someone to, to come. And like the circle just getting smaller around this bloody um, building. We thought we were being so clever. Yeah, there must have been like 12 people left. And like, why is no one coming up here? Yeah. And then eventually they did and they killed us. They killed us <laughs> quite quickly. Yeah, yeah. I remember us being like, I'll stand to the to the left of this. You, you yeah, yeah. crouch on the floor with your machine gun and just wait until they like yeah, come yeah. up. And like... <laughs> Literally, I think the second dude killed us. Like, yeah, yeah we, were, we were pussies. <laughs> Fortnite, I don't really get. I remember hiding yeah. in a house with you by a yeah. road. Yeah. Being fucking petrified every time a car went past. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
sort of pissing ourselves quietly. Yeah, because we didn't really have any weapons. <laughs> no, we so, didn't. Yeah. We had shotguns and pistols. That was it. Um, Nothing good. I say Fortnite, I don't really... I've tried and I can't get into uh, it. No, I couldn't be bothered. I can't be bothered with it. Um, and the last one is Apex Legends, the new one, which is quite fun, except for I went straight into a map and died instantly. <laughs> Excellent. So, but I'd like to play it with someone I know because I'm playing it with randoms, and you, it's, you play it in groups of three. So, I'm playing with total randoms, randoms. But it's it's a, a a hero shooter battle royale game that's quite fun. Last one, I suppose, is um, the Call of Duty one, which is also fun. Oh, the new Call of Duty yeah, battle yeah. royale Black, setting, yeah, uh, Blackout, yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So yeah. I think we have touched on some good ones. Yeah. We've touched on some not so good ones. Can I put in another bad one? Oh yeah, yeah. Feel free. Resident Evil Five, right? So you play it on co-op. It kind of works. Weirdly, you needed to play it on co-op because if you didn't play it on co-op, and you gave um, your partner all the ammunition, all of a sudden you'll just see her just firing wildly at things, and you're like, "No, no, no, no! I need that! I need that! Can you not do that, please?" <laughs> so, like, it's one of those ones that that demanded that you played it co-op, but at the same time, wasn't much cop in the first place anyway. Yeah, it's a shame. Because of what yes. preceded it. Uh, yes. You know, a game I would like, uh, well, unless a, late, uh, a different version of it was, it was Skyrim. I think Skyrim <laughs> co-op would be, so you could just play Lydia, and so she wouldn't do stupid shit and get you in trouble <laughs> sometimes. She's the walking fucking suitcase, that's all she is. And if she <laughs> dies, you just drag her somewhere and use her as a chest. <laughs> apparently you can marry lydia but you have to sort of let her go and then get a different follower but um yeah i i I invariably marry lydia and then leave her in white run (laughs) (laughs) i haven't tried it yet because i though i do want to marry lydia just because it would be a beautiful lesbian relationship so yeah and also do you know what the thing that really like like amuses me about lydia is that you can you can just fucking leave her for weeks, but the second you walk in through that door, she'll be, oh, hi, my love, how are you? And if you've adopted any kids as well, they'll be like, mama, mama's back, they'll be happy. No one gets angry with you if you fuck off and don't see them for months. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like living your best life. Like, oh, I'm just going to go over to the other side of the world. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, I'm not going to come back for ages. Oh, I bought a house in Morthal. That's where I'm staying. <laughs> like, I'm not coming back ever. I'm going to sleep on my stone bed while you guys are fucking <laughs> around in that horrible little house <laughs> with those two brats. And when I come back, I want all that money your shop's been bloody making. And you walk back in and she deposits like 5,000 gold. Like, you know, you've left her for so long. She's like, ah, here's your cut of the profit. 5G. Right, I'm going back to Morthal. See you later. (laughs) Yeah. She's the walking luggage. That's all she is. Yeah. Don't look at me when I'm... You know, you're walking through the door. Don't fucking look at me. I don't want to talk to you. (laughs) Where's my shit? Yeah, give me my money and make me a home-cooked meal. (laughs) Well, I haven't obviously married Lydia yet, but... Well, you've got all this to come, Duncan. I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's Also, I didn't realise you can kill Lydia... And I've accidentally done that a few times. Yeah. You should fuss row Daha off a cliff. It's hilarious. <laughs> I actually got the first time Lydia died, I was actually upset. I was like, no, she's my little friend. She's joined me on all these things. 
Yeah, she's been following around, walking in between me and whoever I was having a conversation with at the time. <laughs> or blocking doors. Yeah, or blocking the doors, standing in the way of doors and saying, sorry, my Thane. <laughs> sorry. I'm sworn to carry your burdens. Well, do it then. <laughs> do it and stop fucking around. Nope, yeah. can't do that. Yeah, no, can't do that. Although they, I have heard there is a, um, well, I have, it's not heard, I've read that they there is actually a co-op Skyrim mod um on the pc that you can that you can download and play might be worth a squirt maybe 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 anyway uh, yeah we had some correspondence on <gasps> this one um so on hit me with your correspondence stick <laughs> so on instagram we had just finding it now um wherever it is uh scourge splitter said uh time splitter's take yeah, good. In terms of co-op games, totally agree. Um, and um, we did a segment on it. We did. Yep. Um, and um, Ben and Max Gaming. Yeah. They have said, uh, "My wife and I play Overcooked. I am happy to say we are not divorced." <laughs> <laughs> like taking a trip to IKEA. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's that's some good going as well. Here's a question. Paul Edge, regular listener to, to us and the Gridiron Gentlemen, and thank you, Paul. Um, what should He wants to know what he should play next. Um, he has just finished The Observer. Uh, Who is the Guardian? Hey. <laughs> uh, it's on Game Pass. Um, it's by the guys who did Layers of Fear. It's okay. How's voice acting is terrible in parts. Um, he's just smashed the race, Combat 7. And a couple of games got loads of empty space on his hard drive to fill. So, what game should he play next? Hmm. Because my suggestions were, I don't know whether these are the same ones as you guys. Uh, Resident Evil Two, I just said on Game Pass. I played the Garden Screen, really liked it. Did you play the Swapper? I said as well. Swapper's great. Swapper is great. Thomas was alone. Great. Life is strange. Great. Yep. Uh, I like all of them basically. Yeah. It, like, yeah. They're just Game Pass. Um, like the fact that I can just reel off all those and they're just on Game Pass. I'm pretty sure the Master Chief collections on Game Pass at the moment. I mean, I'd imagine Paul's probably played it, but if he hasn't, then yeah, get going on the Master Chief collection. Just start on the start at one, work start your way through to four, and then there's Halo Five. And then, yeah, and then ignore Halo Five completely and wait until Infinite comes out. Yes, which I'm still very excited about. Uh, Game Pass stuff. Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, if you're a gold. Um, if you're a gold subscriber, wait until you can fucking play Jedi Academy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, that will be that will make it that make everything worth it. Work your way through the Team Raider games, maybe all three of them on there now. Yeah, yeah the new ones. Yeah, yeah, the new ones. Hitman's uh, on there as well now, isn't it? The first. Uh, one. Yeah, the full. Yeah, the complete yeah. seasons there. That is that is good. Fuck me, Game Pass is so good. It is good, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like it really, there's so much. When on you there. start listing them off, it's actually kind yeah. of like well, all the Forzas are on there. Yep, except for... Yeah, Forza Forza in there, of course. Forza Horizons yeah. on there. Yep. Um, then you've got Crackdown 3 coming on Friday on the 15th. Bloody hell. Yeah. You're actually excited about Crackdown, though, aren't um, you? Kind of. And kind of not. Oh! Metro yep. Exodus has just been released. That's not it. But it's just been released, hasn't it? No, it it's... Come out to the, that comes out on the 15th. It's just been reviewed, then, yeah, is what probably, I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Is it getting good reviews? It, PC Gamer gave it 79% yep. saying... It, the combat is very reminiscent of all the other games, but the open world element to it is yeah. amazing. 
So they said it's not it's not the greatest game yeah. you will ever play in your life. It's not a masterpiece like Red Dead Redemption Two, but it is fabulous. Cool. It, they say it looks great as well. Can't wait to play it. And then you got Anthem on the twenty second as well. Yeah, I'm quite curious about Anthem. Yeah, same. It's kind of piqued my interest. Yep, definitely. I haven't played a lot of Red Dead Redemption Two recently. No, I've, I need to. Get I need back to into get that. back into that and start playing again. Arthur yep. Morgan is probably leaning against a post at the moment, waiting yep. for me to come back. Probably, yeah. Just growing hair. Yeah, he does that, doesn't he? Bless yeah. him. Bless him. Right, should we wrap this up? Let's wrap it up. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. We thank you for your cooperation and we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. If you want to follow us on social media, our Facebook uh, page is facebook.com forward slash TMTOOH. Our Instagram is at TMTOOH, finally. And our Instagram, Twitter. Our Twitter is at TMTOOH. Uh, and if you want to listen to our theatrical, uh, sorry, if you want to listen to our sister pod, Theatrical Cut, they obviously are dealing with Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, they've just done Oscars this week. They've just done Oscars this week. And their social feeds are? Theatrical Cut Pod on Instagram, Theatrical Cut on Twitter. And oh, and Theatrical Cut on Facebook. And there's nothing left for us to do now except for saying we'll see you on the flip side. Bye. 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 Bye.